Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to a lot of news surrounding Giannis Antetokounmpo. Riker, it's been a while since we had a Giannis watch update, but there's a lot of stuff going on in sort of that land over the past couple weeks. The Bucks, obviously, they botched the Bogdan Bogdanovich deal, which made them lose a lot of confidence. We'll break down that report. The Miami Heat, another suitor for Giannis Antetokounmpo, he, uh, they signed Bam Adebayo, which makes them a little bit less light or... They, they have a lot more issues to deal with in signing Giannis, and we made some moves for a potential trade. Riker, we have a lot to break down. Absolutely, Ben. Let's, uh, let's roll the clip. Yeah. First episode of Giannis Watch in a while, Riker. But the first news we'll sort of break down is the, the Bucks botching the Bogdan Bogdanovich deal. Obviously, they had a couple of trades, a couple of moves planned before free agency actually started in terms of trying to improve that roster. Obviously, they're a very cap tight a team. They lost Malcolm Brogdon because they're in a t tough cap situation right now. But they ended up making the Drew Holiday trade, which you and I said was. It's tough to give up that many picks for Drew, but certainly makes them better in the short term. But then it seemed like they also got a lot better bringing in Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Sacramento Kings in a sign-in trade. He was a restricted free agent, but they ended up messing everything up with that. And apparently that was the guy that the Bucks, that Giannis really wanted the Bucks to bring in as their close friends and all that sort of stuff. But he ended up going to the Hawks. Those players are back on the team, and the Bucks have reportedly lost a lot of confidence in their ability to retain Giannis Antetokounmpo after that botched deal. So that's pretty interesting, Riker, that the Bucks it's leaked that they're they're more skeptical about resigning him now after that deal fell through. Yeah, by all reports, Thanasis and Giannis were both shopping very heavily throughout the offseason and even before in a lot of conversations with Bogdan trying to bring him in but ultimately what happened Ben was that it was reported before free agency even started that this deal was in the works and that there was going to be either a signed trade or straight up signing for um, Bogdanovich and ultimately that sort of infringes on the anti-tampering rules at the NBA and so there was no way that this deal could have happened without them being slapped with obviously significant fines by Adam Silver so they had to sit on this and then by that time that you know that without they had to sit on it so that they wouldn't get investigated because it was pretty obvious that the deal was in the works and so when it ultimately came around that free agency opened up then there were other teams in the mix at that point and that was the real reason that they couldn't make this deal work but again you're absolutely right by all reports this was the guy that Giannis said, I want on the team for the future. I want him to be my my second guy or my third guy alongside Middleton. And now that they don't have him, we both agree. Drew Holiday is a significant improvement from having um, Bledsoe on the team. But it's still not. it still might not be enough to make him want to re-sign, especially if they can't get it done this postseason, Ben. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Because... You know, Giannis is a guy, he's been open about sort of his position with the team. He wants to win, but, you know, teams got to sort of appease their star players. There was the rumored report of that he met with ownership, you know, describing the players that he wanted. And the Bucks just due to incompetency, like it wasn't, it wasn't something that, you know, the Bogdanovich just wasn't being a part of the deal. It was just the inability to sort of execute on this deal, right? 
that just shows that's that's going to be a bad look for Giannis trying to stay on that team, stay with the the Milwaukee Bucks. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out because over the next couple of weeks we'll really see if he's going to commit there long term because he has a supermax contract coming up that has to be signed within the month of December. I think it's the twenty second. You might people in the comments, right? You might be able to correct me on that. But if he doesn't sign that, Riker, you know that's a a tough indication for the Bucks to say you. You know, that's a lot of money you're turning down. It's the same vein James Harden turned down being the highest paid player in NBA history for a couple seasons, right? If you're turning down that kind of money in such an uncertain era in the NBA in terms of cap flexibility, time, you know, with the the pandemic going on, we don't know how much money is going to be available in the future. If he's turning that down, that's going to be a a tough indication for the Bucs that he might not be wanting to be there long term. Maybe, and it it would still be difficult to say that they'd want to pull trigger and just straight up put this guy's name on the trade block because he might they they still have the ability to re-sign him and he might want to again wait to see what happens come playoff time and the success that that team could have and we both agree that the other additions that they've made Bogdan Bogdanovich removed from the situation their team still overall improved from that of last season and I can't remember off the top of my head their other deals but fun fact they also just recently picked up uh Nick Stauskas Canadian boy on a one-year contract as well I'm pretty sure he's on that's minimum yeah. So anyways, their, their overall composition is better. So they might have more postseason mm-hmm. success, but Ben, again, we just saw Boston Celtics lose Gordon Hayward for no value in return. And this is the second player that Danny Ainge now lost the prolific I'll put in quotation marks because prolific Kyrie Irving is probably a deserving player. Whereas Gordon Hayward, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He got that much money, but again, two players in a row that Boston lost with no value. I could very easily see bucks looking at it the same way. Now, maybe we should be looking at getting some return and this is where Raptors heat they get into the conversation early as as early as this season that maybe they want to look to putting a deal together Ben so I don't know if you want to go heat first obviously they're now in a bit of a cap predicament because of they maxed out Bam out of bio if we want to talk about Raptors first your choice yeah, let's dive into the Heat because we have a lot, a, a big interesting discussion about a potential sign-in trade but we'll talk about the Heat here now because the Miami Heat, they have been, the Raptors and the Heat have been two teams that are saying 2021 is the offseason. We want to save all of our money to get these big free agents. And there's a lot of them on the board. On top of Giannis, there's Kawhi, there's Paul George, Oladipo, these, these different big names that are out there. But the Miami Heat, they were very hesitant by all accounts that they, they didn't really want to sign Bam Adebayo to a large extension till after they picked up one of those big players because obviously they have Bam's bird rights and then, you know, they can sort of finesse the cap situation there but obviously as as we previously mentioned it's kind of tough right now knowing how the cap situation is going to be not knowing how that's going to be in the future not knowing if there's going to be fans playing players that have the opportunity want to get paid now and that was the case for bam and a bio and the heat ended up maxing him out they maxed him out this offseason so currently they have jimmy butler and bam and a bio under contract uh, under max essentially max contracts for next season 2021 and that has led to a lot of reporters sort of write them off in the yana sweepstakes you and i don't really agree with that because they're in a sort of similar situation to us except with bigger money but bam and jimmy are really the only two guys they have under roster right there so what do you think that means for their potential pursuit of Giannis next offseason? Yeah, and Ben, you, you're talking about this being a season where you're signing the young guys. You look at all the deals that have happened, Donovan Mitchell, and I believe uh, Aaron, De'Aaron Fox was this offseason, Bam out of bio. Like, they're throwing a 
big money at guys. And I, I don't know if Bam Adebayo is worth it. I, I certainly agree with your summary. They could have waited and still given him a max deal after this offseason, um, or at least waiting to see if they could sign Giannis and then offer him the same type of money. But the cap space that they find themselves in now, the and $33 million for Butler at the minimum. The way that it would affect cap is $28 million for Bam. That's just sort of the way that they look at it over the that life of the thing. But they'd have to literally drop to stay under, you know, to, to offer the most money possible to Giannis. They'd have to drop all 10 of the roster players now, the, mm-hmm. the guys that aren't locked in. And most of them are team option. They'd have to let Harrow walk, you know. They, a lot of things would have to happen. But if they released all 10 and then signed 10 new people on a rookie's minimum, i.e. $900,000, then that extra $9 million plus the two that are locked in, they'd have maximum the ability to sign Giannis to a $33.8 million contract, which is still good money. It's still significantly less that he could pick up with the Milwaukee Bucks. But the Raptors, obviously, they're locked in at less money now, so they could offer him potentially more. I think what happens, Ben, I, I don't know if this ultimately is going to decide. I think that they you know, they could still make something work where they do, they integrate some sort of sign and trade. But I think it's interesting what this indicates that they're probably not as confident in landing Giannis if they're signing Bam Adebayo early and they didn't have to. That's my opinion. There's definitely that argument to be made. One other thing though, that has to be taken into account is Bam and Giannis actually have the same agent. So there's also reports coming out saying that Giannis was actually more impressed by the Miami Heat that they actually paid him and not sort of holding out for Giannis. So that's one thing to sort of take in there. Obviously, we don't really know what's going to happen with that situation, especially free agency looking forward, but we can really just look at the moves being made now, and that's something we can take into account there. But one thing that has been interesting and a move that's made up, and we'll be talking a video, we're going to record it actually after this one, but I'm not sure when it will come out, probably tomorrow, but the Raptors have been making sort of slighter moves with our deep bench, which have interesting implications in this scenario. We signed Elise Johnson. To, I believe it was a $2.8 million deal. I'll bring up the specifics. But uh, we released Malcolm Miller, released Duan Hernandez, and John Hollinger, a, a known NBA's numbers guy, brought up an interesting point. I'll pull the, the image up here. And he's essentially saying that if you combined the salaries of Powell, OG, McCaw, one of Thomas and Davis, and we, we're not really sure what's going to happen of uh, with Terrence Davis right now, paired with Elise Johnson, then that exactly gives you $27.528 million. And hypothetically, hypothetically, Riker, there's a player out there that makes exactly that amount of money this off, this current season and that could potentially, for all the reasons we brought up, could be on the trade block halfway through the year if his team underperforms because they don't want to lose him for nothing. And that exact player is Giannis Antetokounmpo. So there's a lot of names being brought up in that sort of trade trade scenario. Right, OG is one of them, Norm Norm God, you know, TD, we're not sure what's happening there. Matt Thomas can be a filler, three-time champion, Patrick McCaw. Would you be interested in doing a sign-and-trade, or a, sorry, a, a midway season trade for Giannis, considering he could potentially be a not even a one-year rental, a half-season rental, all the value we'd have to give up? Obviously, I'm a massive OG and an OB fan, so... I don't know. John Hollinger's a guy who, who knows the numbers and sees sort of through these things. Do you think this could actually happen? Would you be happy with it occurring? Ben, 
we have a full segment that we've dedicated to watching and tracking Giannis. Of course, you'd pull any sort of move to land him on the team, whether it's a season or half a season or a quarter of a season. I think this guy would virtually come in and almost guarantee you a championship coming out of the East and defeating the West. I mean, you, you saw what was able to happen with bringing in Kawhi Leonard, and now you have an improved Siakam, improved Van Vliet. You'd still have... By the looks of this type of trade, you still have Lowry on the team. You bring in Giannis. You're, you're almost virtually guaranteeing that you would win a championship. I get it, though. I get it. Especially with all of the rumors that Giannis's intent to go to the Heat, a similar thing could happen where he comes in, gets the job done with Toronto, and then leaves in the offseason with no value getting in return. And now you've gutted all your sweet young talent and OG and Norm and all of these guys that we're really hoping to become the stars of the future. The thing is, Ben, I'm not too concerned about this one because I don't see it happening. I don't see Giannis, a transcendent talent, literally a top three player in the entire NBA being traded for no Siakam, no Van Vliet. Like you're, you're telling me that that deal that you mentioned is what gets it done. I, I, I don't see I, if Giannis's name is put on the trade block, other teams are going to be made aware. There certainly has to be better deals or better packages that could be offered for that. And Ben, also, I just want to take a second to say, you know, RIP to Hernandez and Miller. I, they've been well, not Hernandez, but obviously Malcolm Miller's been a longtime bench player for the Raptors. So it does. It's sad to see them go, but that's you know that's the NBA. Yeah, and we'll, we're going to break that that moves, those deep bench moves more specifically in the next video, but definitely those are two guys that, you know, I was really intrigued by Hernandez, obviously couldn't really play at all last season due to injuries, and Malcolm Miller, he's been on the team for a while, has those infamous championship photos, obviously a, another member of our championship team loss, always kind of hurts to see, but I'm sure, I think definitely Malcolm Miller and Hernandez, if he can stay healthy, Malcolm Miller has a three-point shot, I think he'll get a better opportunity elsewhere, but you brought up a lot of points. You brought up a lot of points in regards to, you know, potentially signing Giannis, trading for Giannis, if that package would get it done. And I don't really know the value of Giannis on a half-season deal. Maybe people saw what happened with Kawhi Leonard and say, you know, look, the Toronto Raptors sort of took a risk and won a championship. And, you know, maybe we look at it the sort of same way. But I don't know if people will be willing to give up the Siakam-level type players just to see if Giannis will potentially stay because all of the things you mentioned the heat being rumored even the Raptors are rumored the the Mavericks like see maybe the Mavericks doing a deal but they're not going to offer anything nearly as a value that I think we can unless someone's really high on Porzingis and they're willing to let him go but Riker the player that really sketches me out in this deal and the reason I'm surprised you don't think it's enough value is OG Ananobi OG Ananobi is a guy that is still extremely young, already one of the best, probably, you know, one of the, the probably a top five on-ball defender in the league. He's mobile, he's big, he can shoot threes. We're looking to him to take a really big step forward. And, you know, he's a player that I would just love to see be in a core if we do bring in Giannis. I understand that sacrifices have to be made if we're, we're going to be trading for a star and all that, but him paired with those young guys, Norman Powell, TD, likely some picks because, you know, it's it's Giannis Antetokounmpo we're talking about. That's a lot to give up on a, just for ha really guaranteed half season of a deal. And I'm not sure what your sort of thoughts are on it, but you seem comfortable that we would make take that risk and hope that Giannis will stay if we make that deal. I... I... 100%. I see any deal any deal being on the table if Giannis is offered up 
on the trade block. And I don't see the Bucks taking it because you're offering a two-time NBA MVP. Two seasons in a row, he was the MVP of the entire league for a group of players that have zero all-star appearances between them, right? Zero accolades. So if you look about, you know, you talk about you don't want to lose one of your best players, one of the transcendent NBA players in free agency with no value in return, surely there's a deal out there that you're at least getting an all-star back. And that's why we we know that weird things can happen in the NBA. We started, we saw DeMar DeRozan straight up get one for one with Kawhi Leonard. But at least DeMar DeRozan had five, six years of all-star experience. He was the leader of the team. OG's not the leader of this team. He's the fourth or fifth option. Norman Powell's a bench player, right? The rest of those guys are fillers. So I, I don't know if that deal is sweet enough, Ben. But, like, it's a group of young guys that you know can grow and develop. It, it fits the timeline that I assume the Milwaukee Bucks would want to go for going forward, right? I guess I, I honestly don't even know what they do if Giannis ended up leaving with all those first-round draft picks. And I feel like this is only done if the Bucks are desperate. I don't see them making a trade at all if, you know, they they think they have a chance to win a championship this year, even if they think Giannis is going to leave, or even if they aren't super confident. I think they only make this deal if they're sure Giannis is going to leave, they're underperforming, and they make a deal, and that puts them at a very low leverage situation. They're in a very tough spot, and maybe the Miami Heat would be looking to sort of make a similar deal, but again, their contract situation is very... You know, if they're not adding Jimmy Butler, or even if they're not adding just Bam at a bio to a deal, I'm not sure that the Heat have something to offer that's more valuable than that package for the Toronto Raptors, because I don't assume any other teams would offer anything super big if it's not guaranteed he'd stay, because we know Giannis is a loyal guy, but I'm not sure how loyal he'd be to a team he's only been to for two months. So I think that package is better than, you know, some people are super high on Tyler Hero. I don't think there's a comparison right now who I'd rather have just because of OG's size and three-point shooting. That might be a hot take because Tyler Hero had a good finals, conference finals performance, but I don't know. I I, I guess I do it. I do it, sacrifice OG just for, just because, as you mentioned, we're getting a two-time MVP and you, even though it's a massive risk, I think that clearly puts us as championship favorites with Lowry, Fred, Giannis, Siakam and Aaron Baines, whoever we have sort of running that lineup, we could run we could run a Giannis at center lineup with that potential team, but it hurts me. It just hurts me to see OG leave in a potential package record. Yeah, but you're right. At the end of the day, they picked up Drew Holiday. They picked up Torrey Craig, who's a fine enough sort of defensive wing. They picked up Bryn Forbes from the Spurs, who's a shooter. DJ Bobby Augustine, Portis. who's been... Sorry? Bobby Portis. Bobby, po- well, <laughs> he's buckets, man. He's buckets. Listen, sure. <laughs> you, you, he's coming from the Bulls and the Knicks, and he's never had the opportunity to play in a good system. So maybe he actually could thrive. And DJ Augustine, who has been sort of a career backups uh, point guard, who is serviceable, and he's had some big games for himself, and he's played a couple of good games against the Raptors too, I believe. So, and he was a former Raptor as well. So I, I find it hard to think or to imagine a scenario where the Bucks don't have better regular season success than they even had last season, which was being the number one team in the entire league. So I, I would be reluctant to say that a trade is going to come through the pipes for Giannis. I think we're in the same situation as last season where we're saying we're putting all of our chips onto the free agency 2021. And with the way that they played out the signing of Bam Adebayo, it only means that the Raptors could offer maybe a little bit more money than the rest of the teams in competition for Giannis could. 
Yeah, the Raptors, again, with Fred and Siakam, we're in a little bit of a better situation than the Miami Heat, assuming Norman Powell gives up his player option, because he's probably going to look to get paid as well. But, you know, it's a it's a tough situation for the Bucks. It's a tough situation to speculate about. There's a lot of moving parts. We're not really sure what's going to end up happening with the team, but I think you and I are on the same page. We do, do, both don't think the Bucks will make a trade, but if it goes up in flames, things don't work out, then the Raptors are prepared to make a move and probably better prepared than the Miami Heat. But let us know what you guys think. You guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Check out the website. We have articles coming out on there left, right, and center. So definitely check that out. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. Got the new format again. Keep giving feedback. We really appreciate it. Riker, any last words? Giannis watch, Ben. Giannis watch. Cheers.